This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. And I am Elizabeth. Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> I froze for a second. I was I like, know. what am I going to do? What am I going to say? It's a lot of pressure to be clever. It is. And do you know what? It's like, okay, when I listen, I was listening to one of our episodes today at work. Me too. I was listening to it on Spotify. Mm. And sometimes it'll like cut off and they'll play a commercial because I obviously don't have premium. <laughs> um, <laughs> it'll just cut off in the middle. But when it comes back... It goes to like one that I was previously listening to and it like jump it like or it jumps to the first episode. So like what? Yeah. For some reason it only it's it happens sometimes. So it like jumped to our rise episode. Let me tell you, the sound difference is hysterical. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> But like today it happened like twice. So in the second time it happened, Casey was introducing himself. And, you know, Casey always like had like the said the most like just dumb shit just to be like <laughs> oh okay. what's a different way i can introduce myself this week so i yeah. guess i was like channeling that okay all right you know it was it stupid it, yeah it didn't, it didn't work. have any impact on anything so i feel like that's exactly hey but you know what, what it I got us talking about for. this for 90 seconds right and <laughs> <laughs> fill the air we don't want dead air people come on uh we are talking about <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was funny tonight we're talking about rutherford falls mm-hmm. peacock a new, a new peacock show we like peacock i'm just gonna say it i like peacock yeah they have a lot of good stuff good originals a really great selection of old shows yeah i mean N- nbc has a pretty good track record especially yeah. with sitcoms yeah i will say i miss a little bit a long season of a sitcom. I know. You know, the ones we've been binging have been that, but like every new sitcom, like Girls 5 Eva was what? Six episodes? Six episodes? No, eight, eight episodes. That's not enough. It's not enough. For a sitcom? Right. You got to give me more than that. Now I need to I wait know. 18 months to see six more episodes or eight more episodes? It's just that like sometimes it's perfect. It's like, that was great. They told the story concisely. There it is. Right. And sometimes I just want it to be what I want it to be. I do think, though, that like 25 episodes is too many. Give me 16 episodes. Okay. All right. I'm going to say 12 to 16. It's also like the perfect album. 12 to 16 songs? 12 to 16 tracks, I would say. Okay. 16 sounds like a lot of tracks. 16 is a lot. Maybe 16. I don't know a lot about music, to be honest. (laughs) I'm just going to say it. I think like three or four songs is good. That's like an EP, right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's a kind of don't don't, don't listen to oh us boy. about any Let's of this. Let's just move on. <laughs> I don't think anyone is like taking notes right now. Anyway, <laughs> so this was created by Ed Helms, 
who also starred. Oh, really? Yep. Ed Helms, Mike Schur, and Sierra Teller Ornelas. Okay. So Ed Helms obviously is also an actor. He's the lead in this. Mm -hmm. Mike Schur, great track record, good place, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Sierra Teller Ornelas, Ornelas is a Navajo and American filmmaker and writer who has also written for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, as well as Superstore and some other sitcoms. Okay. So all pretty good track records. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally do not really like Ed Helms. Agreed. You know, way back in the day, he was funny on Daily Show. Yes. I mean, that's going way back now. He was so painful to watch on The Office. He's one of the reasons I stopped watching that show. Yeah, and it's too bad because it's like, I feel like he had this, like, when he first came on, I thought he was great on The Office. I thought he was funny when he first came on. Mm-hmm. It's like he had a good season or whatever. I, I I don't know. And then it just became too, too much. Yeah. And so I'm not, I mean, yeah. I, I, I was feel a- the same. I feel the same. I mean, that was my gut reaction when I saw the preview for the show. I was like, I'm not going to watch that because yeah, I don't like Ed Helms. you were really hesitant to watch the I show. I really don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> and I was afraid he was going to do that shtick in this show. Yeah. Because that's what some of the previews look like. Well, because, you know, he really does have this very distinct, um, like, delivery. Yeah. Of things that even if he's not playing the same character of Andy, who just ended up being just such a piece of shit, I really, you know. Yeah. He's still like saying stuff like him, and that's just his thing. You know, it's it's the same with like, I don't know, Steve Carell. Of course, sure. I'm thinking like Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert because they were all in the same <laughs> season of The Daily Show. I think. Yeah, yeah. They were probably all like came up together in Chicago, is my guess. Maybe. Yeah, but anyway, that like that kind of you know what I mean. So Helms plays Nathan Rutherford, mm-hmm. who is upset because the town mayor in Rutherford Falls decides to move the statue of his ancestor, who's also the founder of the town, because it's literally right in the middle of a street mm. that cars keep smashing into. Right. <laughs> it's like the fifth car this year that's like, look down at their phone and like just smash into this statue that's in the middle right. of the road. I mean, whose fault is that? Don't look at your phone. Don't text and drive. Well, yes, that's true. Oh, I thought you were talking about who put the statue there. No, but it's also like, it's funny because it's just directly in the middle of it with like nothing around it. It's not like there's like a circle. It's not like a town center or like a triangle where something is like, there's plantings around it. It's like, if you're driving down the street at night, it's just like stone coming up in the middle of the dark (laughs) road. Like it's just. Yeah, they also said that. It had been there for, like, hundreds of years. So, like, clearly that road had not been there as long. Like, why did you build the road right through the statue? Anywho, Hmm. I guess they really wanted people to see the statue. Yeah. So, this ancestor, uh, Lawrence Rutherford, Big Larry, as it's it's known to the town, Mm -hmm. worked closely with the indigenous people of the area to create this prosperous town back in the 1600s. You know, it was prosperous for both the indigenous people and for the European settlers. Or so the story goes. Of course. Uh, Nathan's close friend, Regan, is part of the Minishanka tribe and works for their cultural center there, Mm -hmm. which is located in a very sparsely filled room of the casino in town. And so she's a bit more level-headed than Nathan, but is like stubborn in her own way Mm -hmm. and has her own issues she's dealing with. And she's trying to get the CEO of the casino to fund an expansion of the center. 
but he's very hesitant because it's too costly. Right. And it probably doesn't bring in any money. <laughs> right. People basically go to her to try and like cash out their chips or, you know. They think it's the gift shop. They think it's a gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> so at first, Regan's trying to help Nathan, uh, but then ends up changing her mind and convinces him that it's probably for the best to move the statue. Right. And it's a good idea to relocate it to the museum that he runs, mm-hmm. the Rutherford Falls Museum. And so he's he's convinced he's on board with that until he's at a town meeting and he's giving this speech and he's about to reveal that he is okay with moving the statue. He'll work with the mayor to do it. Mm-hmm. And all the people at the meeting are like questioning, why should they even care about this statue? Like, right. we're dealing with real problems here, not, right. <laughs> not the statue. <laughs> and so he goes on this rant and this was exactly what I was waiting mm-hmm. for. Yes. Ed, Ed Helms being fucking annoying. Right. It was had very Andy level vibes to mm-hmm. it, saying ridiculous things that they're just like trying to be really funny, but it's not right, right. And so the whole town gets upset, and the CEO of the casino, who originally had told Regan that they had this like five, to, uh, three to five year plan called Running Lightning, calls someone up on the phone and says, "We need to launch Running Lightning immediately." Right. So we don't know what it is yet, but you know, it's somehow taking advantage of the situation with Nathan. Right. Flipping out on people. Uh, and I think that was pretty much the pilot. You know, it was it was silly and goofy. It was mostly, like, grounded in reality for a sitcom, except for, like, a few, like, really absurd moments. Like, the casino owner reveals a folder to Regan that only has a single piece of paper in it. <laughs> and it's just... <laughs> it's just a graph with, like... There's nothing on, like, the... Totally unlabeled. Yeah, nothing, no labels. It's just an arrow going up. Yep, yep. (laughs) It was funny. It was so unexpected. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about either of the leads. I already said, like, you know, Ed Helms is not my favorite. You know, Mm -hmm. I thought the actress that played Regan was fine. Right. Um, I think she was hilarious. Um, Some of the side characters were really funny. I will reveal we watched the second episode of this, and Paul F. Tompkins is in it, and is very funny in it. Yeah. I mean, I'll admit, I fucking love Paul F. Tompkins. Right. Um, but, We're big fans here. Yeah. But he but was, he he was, was extremely absurd funny. and hysterical. Yeah. Um, wh- what did you think? Um, uh, Basically the same thing that you're saying. I don't mind the fact that, like, the lead wasn't, the lead actress wasn't hysterical because I felt like she was more... Straight man? Yeah. Sure. Um, Have your same hesitations about Ed Helms? Yep. I found some of like their relationship dynamics and some of the issues that were brought up in this episode to be unrealistic that they would be such close friends. Like they have been close friends forever. And he's like white man, family, founder of the town. Right. And she's like part of the tribe who was pushed out. Like there's no and she runs the cultural center. Not pushed out, but you know what I mean? Like, there's no way that this hasn't come up between them before. Well, what's the actual truth? Well, I don't know. I I think that they might get into that because I think the story that the town has been told, including the tribe, is that all of their ancestors worked together. Like, this was a unique situation Mm -hmm. where the indigenous people were, like, brought into the fold and they all worked together to create this prosperous town. Okay, so that's probably what... Running Lightning is about. Yes. I'm sure that wasn't that. the actual case and that's right. going to come up, but that's what they've been led to believe. So if that's the case and Regan doesn't really know the history yeah. and they, I think they said they went to 
grade school together. Right. So like, you We've know, always who, been friends. Whatever. So. They could have formed some connection and yeah. been friends for a long time. I just I I'm I'm not doubting the fact that like their friendship it's just like this specific situation like how has she not like I guess I guess sometimes it's unrealistic to me that like this late in their li- lives cuz they're like into their 30s and 40s, right? Sure, yeah. That like this late into their lives they wouldn't have brought up the fact that like Ed Helms, like she says, she's like, oh yeah, we always said we wanted to start muse- like a museum. Like they both have like the same desires. Like he wants, you know, he wants to keep his heritage and tradition alive. So does she. Right. Right. He has like this amazing house <laughs> that was turned into this museum. She's like, I went away to college and got a master's. And I, by the time I came back, you had your museum. Like things just happen for him and she sure. helps him. But whatever. Like, I don't need it to be super realistic. It is a sitcom. Um, I'm and sure that will... That is what... Like, that's the catalyst for this right, whole exactly. yeah. show, right? Like, we kind of know where this is going. Right. Um, but I like the tone of it. I am excited about a project with all of these people in it. Yeah, I I'm... like that it's a sitcom that is dealing with relevant themes and topics. And, you know... Yeah, I mean, what other show is tackling anything involving indigenous people's... Right. And, the, and, and like, the whitewashing of history. Sure, yeah, yeah, You totally, know, yeah. so I, I'm, I'm here for that, you know. Both the actors and the writers of this show, I mean, some of the writers and, and the indigenous actors are actually from native tribes. Right. Um, so they're actually well represented. There is a non-binary character who's played by a non-binary actor. Right. So, yeah, I think... You know, Mike sure has a great track record, as we've talked about a bunch of times on this podcast. If they keep Ed Helms toned down, you yeah, know, yeah, I think it could be funny. You know, he's obviously like obsessed with this family family legacy to a fault, and like that one scene was so cringy to me because mm-hmm. I just hate that. But he wasn't presented as like a terrible human for right. for the most part, right. except when he flipped out that one time. Um. And yeah, you know, I agree. It's it's intriguing subject matter that they're actually trying to look at these issues. And again, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some false narrative that's been perpetuated throughout this town right. for like centuries that we're going to come to find out uh, the tribe actually knows about. Right. Um, so we'll we'll see where it goes. I think I think we're both going to probably keep watching. It. Keep watching. Yeah. Um, I'll keep watching. You know, it's only. Whatever. <laughs> it's a sitcom. Six or eight episodes and it's 30 minutes. Yeah. I mean, we need something to watch, watch in bed. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know in another situation if I would like really think to like make time to sit down and watch the show. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hilarious. You know? No, it wasn't hilarious, but. Uh, I'm just, I'm right. just putting that caveat out there. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I thought, it, I thought it was funny. I'll continue to watch it, but I'm not giving it like. A plus glowing recommendation. Yeah. I, I, but do you... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, I don't know how many episodes this first season is. I hope that it, like, comes into its own a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I could also see it going the other route where they just keep cranking up Ed Helms and he gets crazier and crazier every episode and he starts yeah. losing his mind. And then I'm going to be like, uh, I, I can't watch this. Yeah. So what is... Mike sure. What's his role in this? Showrunner? Co-creator. Direct, co-creator. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's him and Ed Helms. I'm just wondering, maybe there's somebody there who can be like, 
chill the fuck out. Maybe. Yeah, I don't... You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he directs or... Yeah. Anything like that. He's been on an EP on a bunch of shit, too, but, you know. Yeah. I don't think that really means anything. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll continue to watch yeah. for now. You know, I, I think that this is this is a great little niche, though, that these shows have have found. Like, I mean, I guess that's the way to do it now because people are going to keep watching your show and, like, your show ends and then they're looking for something else and then there's the next six to eight episode sitcom something like that they're looking to watch and it's i feel like that's what we keep doing is we keep cycling we just finished girls five eva and now we're gonna watch this because it's short we can finish it (laughs) and then the next thing's gonna come up you know like i i just i know we've said it before it's just crazy to me like the way people consume their tv is so different from when we were growing up even like five years ago it's so different yeah so it's just like i i just find that fascinating because we can we could complain about it or we or we can say oh i like this better but no matter what it is we're still consuming the media so it's just like (laughs) we're gonna do whatever like i feel like they're kind of like we're doing what they say, and Listen, they're and they're doing what we say. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just I'm not kind of gonna like, not watch TV. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is what we do. Like we're not really movie people. We are TV people. Oh, I hate movies. What? <laughs> you hate movies? Ah, uh, they're just. You have to set aside, especially nowadays. You have to set aside three fucking hours, no matter what, to watch a movie, and. It's over after those three hours. So you don't ever... Yeah, you like to immerse yourself in something. I just... I can't get that connected to a character after like two or three hours. If you're giving me seasons of a drama, then yeah, I'm fucking in it, you know? Like five seasons of Mad Men, I cared what happened to Peggy. My So my thing with movies is just setting aside the time to watch it all the way through. That's yeah. my thing is I, I find that I don't have the time to do that, especially not now, but I also don't think I ever really set aside the time to do that. Mm. Even before we had Billy and, but I would never say I hate movies because <laughs> I, I love movies. I'm obviously being hyperbolic. I know. I just, w- I just wish that I had more time and because like when I do, like, especially like if you're out like playing your board games or whatever it is. Um, we're fully vaxxed people. You just like um, waved your hands so, dis- <laughs> so dismissively. No, that's not what I meant. I just meant like when you're not here or like you're in here because you've got your like virtual board game nights or you're out with a beer share or whatever. Uh-huh. And like sometimes I will watch a movie. When you were in the hospital, I watched like a rom-com every night. Like, because I would never watch them normally. Like, so yeah. I put Billy to bed and then I would, like, work my way through different rom-coms. What did I watch in the hospital? Did I binge something on my phone? You must have because I never brought your computer because I thought you were coming home every day. I thought you were coming home. <laughs> and I was there for, like, a week. <laughs> Damn, I can't remember what it was now. Oh, well. So I like watching it. Like, a, like sitting and, like, focusing on something for that long and really getting into it. Mm-hmm. Um I kind of like miss doing. What? Yeah, I miss doing that. Are you starting a movie podcast without me? No, I don't know nearly enough about... I mean, I hardly know anything about television. (laughs) I don't know a thing about it. You know what you do know a lot about? Music. I know a lot about music. (laughs) 
My first Can you guess what my first um not album but my first CD I ever owned was? Not to date myself. What but year was it? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Oh, hold on. I'll look <laughs> it up. How the fuck am I supposed to guess that? <laughs> Yeah, like I'm like you're supposed to know what year I got a CD. <laughs> My first cassette tape ever was Guns N' Roses. Ah, did, I knew this. did you know it? I did know this. Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction. I got it when I was very young. It was wildly inappropriate. <laughs> I don't know how my parents let me have this cassette. I don't remember if my dad bought it for me or if he gave it to me. Uh, I mean, not only were, was there plenty of curses on it and I was like, I don't know seven the artwork for it was extremely r maybe even x-rated yeah <laughs> i'll say r-rated um but yeah appetite for destruction i don't remember the first cd i got first dvd i ever bought was the big lebowski i do remember that okay 1993 madonna no what was it it was mariah carey dream lover oh i was Kind of, which you know what is a fucking awesome. Yeah, is it album? Yeah, it really is. Did you ever listen to Tori Amos? Uh, a little bit. Oh. I think Susan might know a little bit more, but yeah. I I haven't really ever, <laughs> but one of my Facebook friends was just like, <laughs> you know, I, was, I don't know why I didn't stop at first. Like, what are you talking about? Because I know that you don't really listen to Tori yeah. Amos. <laughs> hey, I'm really into the cardigans. You probably wouldn't expect that. It's true. But one of my Facebook friends who's like, you know, a, a white dude that grew up in Milltown is in his 30s posted like, holy shit, Tori Amos is f- fucking a rock star. Like, yeah. I never listened to her before. I, I love her stuff. It's so, so hard. Um, yeah. So maybe I'll give her a shot. Oh, so that I don't know. Oh, yeah, I haven't listened to very much yeah. of her. But I do know like when we <clears throat> did I ever did you come and see me in the vagina monologues? I don't remember. Well, there was a dance break and when I was in college we did the vagina monologues and there was a dance break in the middle of it and that's what I was in shockingly in like this like musical break not with a an actual monologue I was a freshman I like you know wasn't I didn't anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> we danced to Missy Elliott and what song? sang um gossip folk nice um, yeah, it was really nice. And <laughs> it was a really cool dance. And then we sang. Like, there were like all these different like I, I anyway, I had a solo in a Tori Amos song, I think, Mittens. It was like a very like Lilith fair, like ve- you know, like Yeah. But my line was, but I only can see myself. So that's the Tori Amos I know. Her, this hard rock star, I don't know about that. Oh, so I don't know so anything about either say, side. That long-winded story to say. Yeah, I heard a Tori Amos song once. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> don't feed me beer before we record, Bill. <laughs> you used to be able to handle, handle your liquor a little no, bit better. I know, I know. You're lightweight. I know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for Elizabeth's Game Corner? Elizabeth's Game Corner? Insert music there. Insert music. Yeah, I'm going to have a little... Maybe dub over with the different name once we come up with it. A different name? Elizabeth's Game Corner. (laughs) I don't love it, but I 
probably won't think of another one. <laughs> I'm sure you won't. <laughs> do you have a game for Elizabeth's Game Corner? I do. Okay, what is it? Okay, so I'm going to say a show. The last letter of that show has to be the first letter of your show. Okay. So I'm going to call it last letter, first letter. <laughs> okay. I don't know what this game's actually called, but in this world. How about La Foule? <laughs> Hashtag. I love acronyms. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'll start. What's your show? I'm just going to start. I'm going to say Rutherford Falls. Rutherford Falls. So my show has to start with S. Correct. And we're just going to go as... We're just going to, like, see how far we can go with this. What about the? Like, if I say The Simpsons. No. Like... No what? <laughs> <laughs> like, The Simpsons would count as S. Okay. So I'm sorry. Excluding The. Okay. Yeah. So The Simpsons. Seinfeld. The... <laughs> Just want to make it very clear what letter you're starting with. D is the letter. It's the letter of the day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no limitations here. Like any genre, whatever. Okay. Dr. Drew? <laughs> Dr. Drew? That is a show, right? I think so. Why did that pop into my head? I'm, I'm sure I've never fucking seen that show. Yeah, Dr. Drew After Dark. Okay. So am I, is K my letter? Uh, yes. Um, keeping Up with the Kardashians. Ooh, another S. We may encounter a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of plural. Mm-hmm. Sex in the City. Ooh. Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> So A I'm going with? Yeah. All Rise. Mm. Empire. Ed? Is that the name of a show? I I think so. It was. Oh, okay. Who was in that? Tom Cavanaugh. Julie Bowen. Josh Randall. Oh, Oh, okay. I remember. Uh, Dharma and Greg. Ooh, good one. I was one. shocked you didn't say that for D before. I was like, why is he not saying Dharma and Greg? I feel like you bring that up more than... What? Like, not a shocking amount, but, like, more than I... I think maybe I brought that up once in the last three years. No way. Dharma and Greg? Look, I don't know. <laughs> uh, good girls. Um... Shetland. <laughs> I, I really appreciate you emphasizing the last letter just so I really know what I'm working with here. <laughs> You're welcome. It's because I love you and my love language is acts of service. <laughs> Except that it's not. It's definitely not. <laughs> it's words of affirmation and that wasn't nice what you just said. <laughs> the Drew Carey Show. Ooh. W. The Wire. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's tough. I'm thinking of a bunch of movies. <laughs> he is hard. Just to let the listeners know, it's going to sound like we're 
going through this really fast, but there's <laughs> long pauses that I'm cutting out. <laughs> like, why is he giving up already? Like, no, it's been like 45 minutes. <laughs> Eleanor wonders why. Yeah, that was one of mine. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, except now my next Y is going to leave you with another E. So I'm going to try and think of a different one. Because I know that your love language is acts of service. <laughs> um, yes, dear. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Did you get that? Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ragnarok. Ooh. All right, another K. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. No, I'm not going to. Okay. I'm going to think of something else. It just like happened. <laughs> What I thought of like happened to do with the Kardashians again. Oh, because <laughs> all their names start with K, so I feel like they've all had like some kind of spin off. Um, I thought you were gonna say another show that ends in E. No. <laughs> hmm, is there a show about Kevin? Is there like a Kevin? Kevin show? can't wait. Kevin can't wait. What's that? I thought that was that show with uh, Kevin James. It was Kevin Can Wait. Oh, Kevin Can Wait. Kevin Can Wait. And they killed off his wife and brought back on... Oh, yeah. <laughs> his wife from King of Queens. All right, Kevin Can Wait. This is harder than I thought. I don't know, like, how to string it along in my mind. Like, should I just picture the letter T and see what comes out? Should I, like, try to go through the alphabet? Like, T-A-T-E-T-I? <laughs> I'm doing that and I'm I'm picturing board game titles. <laughs> time stories. Like no, that's not a TV show. Oh my god. Can you picture like the Netflix screen as you're searching, you know? <laughs> or like when you like click through the guide on the TV. I guess you don't I re- do that I much. Don't, I don't do really that. click through the guide, yeah. Oh yeah, you're a real guide clicker lately. I am. <laughs> my method is I go I speak into the remote and I say HGTV and it goes to that and then I click from there. <laughs> All right. I have one for T. This old house. Oh, all right. E. Another E. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, everybody loves Raymond. Nice. Oh yeah. I forgot you already had one in the back yeah. pocket. That actually wasn't the one, but the other one ended in E, I think. Now I can't remember what it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I have another D. I think I had a D before, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Oh, you did too, because you said Darmy and Greg. Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. You keep leaving me with these Ks. <laughs> Sorry. Duck Dynasty. Du- oh, now why? Okay. Well, because um, <laughs> the best I could come up for that was Yo Gabba Gabba, which I've <laughs> yeah. never seen. Um, Yellowstone. That's a show, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry I left you with an E. Another fucking E, man. Yeah. Darkwing Duck. (laughs) (laughs) Ed, Ed, and Eddie. What was that? It was an animated show. Okay. Another Y. Okay. Um, How was Eddie spelled? I think it was with a Y. Okay. Wow. First episode date was in 99. I didn't realize it was that old. Was Yolanda a talk show or something? 
Yolanda. Can you look that up for me? There was a show called Making a Model with Yolanda Hadid. Oh, she was a real housewife, I think. <clears throat> oh, that's the time. And that means that I am the winner of this <laughs> episode. Son of a bitch. Elizabeth's Game Corner. <laughs> son of a bitch. Wow. Do you know how long we waited for you? <laughs> it was literally one second. And you can go back and li- you can go back and listen. I didn't take any time at all. Uh, wow. Thank you so much uh, for all the praise that, that I'm sure our listeners are uh, wow. casting upon uh, me right now. <laughs> you know what this is? This is about power and this is about the patriarchy. Oh That's what this is about. <laughs> this is about me just not wanting to say any more e-names of TV shows. It's hard because so many end in that. Yeah. Like, Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us and goofing around. Yeah. Uh, if you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. And please go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, subscribe to the show, leave a review, and tell a friend. And before I thank the Beats, because I do want to thank the Beats for providing our theme music, because they do every week. So thank you to them. But before I say thank you to you the You just Beats, said it. I would like to say I enjoyed this. This was like a nice little date night. Was it? Well, I feel like we were playing a game. Okay. Having a drink. All right. Sorry, everyone. Oh, I'm and sure. thank you to the Beats for providing our theme music. <laughs> you did already say thank you to the Beats. That's the bit, Bill. I know. <laughs> I'm not that fucking drunk. I had a beer. The equivalent of a beer. Guys, Actually, what's the ABV on these? Guys, tweet at us and let us know if Elizabeth's drunk right now. <laughs> Bye. Bye.